Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Estate Agents podcast that has managed to record two episodes in less and than a week. Days. What's going on, Luke Sinclair? Discipline. 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 Who's disciplined? <laughs> you, you or me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we could do with some. We could do with some uh, discipline. Um, to, to keep it to keep us on track it must be the pressure from all these other talented podcasts out there and new people joining the podcast uh ecosystem like simon gates and yes yeah, you were you were the uh first guest yes simon gates lost his virginity to stephen brown <laughs> say no more <laughs> that's, that's enough yeah so um it was it was lovely for um simon to invite me as guest um he's got loads of fantastic feedback just that he started the podcast i'm not sure about having me as a guest um but what i genuinely love about simon is his willingness to continuously self-develop um the willingness to continually invest in himself to improve himself and yeah. we talk about and we talk about consistency. Um, his consistency um, is exceptional. So he's constantly putting loads of gold in the home search community on a daily basis, um, and he is incredibly consistent. And fair play to him. Yeah. And he has been on the two or three of my training courses. And every time he takes action and implements stuff, so everything he's hard indeed. I'm not saying where it's come from um but he's definitely got it from somewhere um but no he's um he's exceptional really really good um and it's a good pos- podcast and i'm looking forward to listening and to his other guests um mm. and going from there but yeah it was uh, it was um it was honor to be on opening the gates uh, which is a very clever title as well it is it is it is a very clever title so what you've been up to what have I been up to? I had uh, a good training session today on yep. um, creating opportunities. Um, so one of the things that came up today is how well are you using your raving fans to ask them whether they have any friends, family, family neighbours or colleagues that are next looking to sell? Um and I started coming up, so the, the company that I was working with today, I mentioned two of their raving fans. And they said to me, how the hell do you know our raving fans? So I threw it back. Well, how do you think I knew? And they yeah. said, um, well, you must have Googled them. So I said, 100%. So are you going on Google um, to people that have been kind enough to leave you a five-star review? Um, and here's what was great. Their last review was by somebody that didn't even buy through them, but said their service was absolutely outstanding and they wish they did, but they didn't yeah. have a property. So how yeah. good is that? You know, this is um, somebody they didn't buy with. So I thought that was absolutely fantastic, yeah. um, which, which is great. Edward Gilbert, stop calling me. I'm on the podcast. You should be watching it. So, <laughs> and just, just, on, just on that, John... What I think is really, really sad at the minute and is how buyers are being underserved. 
Yeah, I think, we, I think we discussed this last week, didn't we? And we had an we had an example recently where a colleague was speaking to a buyer, and he and he actually said, "Oh, can I just stop you? Can I just actually thank you for taking the time to go through all my requirements? No other agent I've spoken to has actually done this." But this is a conversation that's happening. I know, I know, we may have spoken it last week, and we've probably spoken about it time and time before, but buyers are, are massively, massively underserved, and yet they're your future, and they're your future sellers. It's scary. Um, it's scary, isn't it? It's yeah. scary, you know. And obviously, we heard um, Sam Hunter's story on um, his podcast, what was going on in Australia, um, and his um, ups and downs, and. I think a lot of other people have gone on. I've been listening on podcasts of the podcast, um, the lack of just for lack of service, basic yeah. customer service. Yeah. Um, and it's scary out there. Um, yeah. And actually, just coming back, I know we talk about the basics a lot, but actually, for, <laughs> you do the basics exceptionally well, you are going to be ahead of um, 90, 95% yeah. of your um, competitors, yeah. um, so, which, is, which, is, which is scary. Yeah. So, so know your raving fans. Um, give them a call, ask them a question, um, and then again, I've done some training this week on um, list a masterclass um, and just you know booking in the market appraisal. What are the questions that you're asking? How are you demonstrating your knowledgeable? Um, and again, I think we discussed this last week. The especially if you're on lettings, if you haven't seen that Josh Fegan video. Um, which is absolutely exceptional. And again, obviously, we had no listeners last week, hence the reason why I'm mentioning it again. Is well, if you or now, I know, but say hello if you are watching, let us know who you are so yeah. we can give you a shout out. Um, yeah. but again, you know, it is an exceptional video, it's about two or three minutes, yeah, it's not and very it, long at all, and it differentiates yourself from every other um, agent out there. So, you know, if you want that, um, if you want that video, please get in contact with me and I will send it over later tonight, tomorrow or whenever you're listening. Um, it really stands you out as being different. No, and I think, I think it's exceptional. I think just 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 on that, there was um, obviously we know that the lettings sector is going to be coming through a topsy turvy time with. Obviously, we've got the pending CO alarm changes due around October. Um, but for us, we've got an extension to our Article 4 area in Leicester, which is massive, uh, bringing in a lot of properties into those areas. Uh, but then, obviously, you've got the white paper that was released in June and what impact. Okay, we don't know the exact date, but we know that, that a good percentage of that is going to be coming in once the government sort themselves out. Um, what better time than before the autumn to, to run an investor evening, landlord's evening, advice evening, to actually put that on, go to, go to your local, you can even approach your local scout group, your local community hall or something like that. So at least it gets you involved in the community and run, a, run an evening um, or a Saturday morning or something like that. Hasn't, you haven't got to go to town. You it's more about the quality of the information that you can give to these landlords because... There's a, it's frightening how many landlords are out there, and we all know it out there, that do not fully understand their legal obligations, and it's only going to get tougher for them. Um, and we've got a duty, and it's going to help elevate the industry 
to the professional status that it deserves when it comes to letting a property out. So be that Google of the marketplace, as Gary Vee and Tom Panos talks about, when it comes to those. So ideal idea to get onto that, to, to run your landlords and investor evening. We've got ours 29th of September booked in. Um, the last one we had, we had over 100 landlords turn up. Um, wow. Which... Um, when I did a recent visit, uh, when I did my internship at Foxton's, um, they couldn't believe how many landlords actually turned up, that, that they don't get as many as that. Um, so but what a great opportunity to be speaking to your database. Oh, look, 100%, and I've just written that down. You know, you've just given people three or four reasons why to call through their existing customer base speak to every landlord, whether it's um, let only, um, let by other agents, withdrawn landlords, um, maybe even go to your contractors and ask them if they've got any landlords um, that they're working with that's worth their while um, sending as well. Um, so it's an excellent reason to stay in contact. The and other not, thing is... And so not forgetting, you've got the, change, the proposed EPC changes for 2025. We're only three years away. And three years comes around. I mean, two years ago was when COVID, we were in the middle of COVID. I mean, that seems ages ago, but it was only two years ago. So it will soon come around really quickly. Sorry. No, no, no. I've got to remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> so um, whilst we're doing that, let's say hello to a lady called Stacey Cramp from um, Leicester. Welcome, Stacey. Thank you. Thank you for your hospitality. Welcome, Michael um, from Peterborough, who's listening whilst walking the dog. So thank you very much for doing that. I feel very sorry for your dog. Um, yeah. You're going to be sitting down scribbling notes for the whole time. Um, no, what I was going to say again, that's an opportunity. Ah, oh, Anton, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. So it's a really nice picture of you and your family. So um, and I'm looking forward to see, seeing you next week. Um, so I was going to talk about principal um, residents as well. That's an opportunity. Yep. Loads of landlords have a conversation. When was the last time their principal residence um, was valued? But actually, on the flip side, let's talk about sales. And what about doing a sales evening as well um, for first-time buyers, yep. getting a solicitor there, getting a mortgage broker there? Yep. And for me, um, and maybe it's me, maybe I stopped seeing it, and maybe I haven't been on. Hi, Jim. Thanks for joining us as well. Maybe I haven't been. And actually, Jim's exceptional at this with his consistency. But are we telling people what is going on in the market at the moment? Because if you believe what you're reading in the um, press, prices are crashing everywhere. Um, no one's got interest, any money. Interest rates are going up. So, um, you know, again, one of the things I was talking to this agent today they were exceptional previously at doing weekly or monthly um, market updates. Yeah. Okay. And I think more so now it's really, really important to get consistent and start educating, educating, educating. I don't know. Maybe I are indeed that from house of property or maybe they are indeed it from us. Who knows? Um, but educate people with videos and Jim is exceptional at this as to what is going on in your area. So how many properties have come on for sales in the past week? How many properties have um, gone under offer? How many buyers are registering? Um, how many whole, for the whole of the market, not just what you've done. Yeah. What 
I think a lot of agents fall into the trap of is actually just telling people about what they've done. And no one, as Chris Watkins says, no one likes a show off. So talk no. about talk about the whole of the market. Yeah, this is for, this is what's going on in Leicester yeah. in the past, or Roadby or Wigston in the past week. X yeah. amount of properties have come on, and you're right. It's you know with all your competition as well, but educate people. And actually, you know, maybe we did have six offers this week, but in the total, eighteen went under offer. However, and you can get all this information, all this yeah. data's out there. And yeah. I don't know whether you subscribed and be interesting people if if you want to just say yes or no to this, but I don't know if any of you subscribed and I think I've managed to delete it to um, 20 CI um, and their client briefing. So I don't know if you get it, Luke. No, um, I don't. No. But it's something I would subscribe to. And this is something that came in this week. So I just give you the headlines. So available properties for sale have fallen by 32% since pre, pre-pandemic. The lowest price under 200,000 properties have fared the worst, with stock levels halving since pre-pandemic. I can't even say it. I give up saying it. Okay. <laughs> so what's interesting, in, in the last year, um, 88% of all traditional estate agents' new instruction came from people who instructions instructions whose properties were not yet already on the market um so again off-market property is um a way forward um if you're not doing that as well um and then it gives you some tips about um winning in the living room as well um but again that's something i think is free to subscribe i think it comes out every week it comes out at least monthly um it's something that's well worth um getting because, again, that's stuff that you can use to help and give the overall market. Um, yeah. and I had an interesting call with uh, an agent this week, and she's got really, really busy um, because people are believing what they're reading in the press. And actually, everyone now wants to sell their property while prices may be at the peak. Yeah. So um, absolutely inundated, inundated. Yeah. Well, Zoopla did come out with that great advice from their CEO to advise agents to encourage their their clients that they needed to sell their house. Yeah, that's um, that's good. That was uh, some good advice. It is, and it's all about being disruptive. So, yeah. Michael, there you go. He stopped his dog walking, and again subscribes to Twenty CI. Great. Um, and Jim, tell them what you've done as well, but tell them why. We sold this yeah. one at, at 200,000. So um, that three bedroom semis are getting in Cooper, telling, not selling, 100%. Yeah, right. um, yeah Jim, again, it's, it's the whole storytelling, isn't it? Get, get someone in, don't just talk about the facts, talk about the story, about the situation, how you've helped someone move on to the next chapter, maybe. Um, <clears throat> for it, so I know it was one of the things we picked up when we went came back from Australia from O'Brien Real Estate. They do something called the weekly market pulse um, for a certain area. So we we do that for our core areas. So we do it for the Clan Apartment Items and Stanigate Market Pulse, the Oakby Property Market Pulse, the Wigston Property Market Pulse, where we list um, 
the new instructions that have come to market, the properties have actually reduced in price, the number of properties that have sold, what the average price was, what the average reduction was, and how many properties have actually come back to market after a sale has fallen through on a week by week basis. And we publish that on a Thursday straight Friday for the previous week, because sometimes there's a lag in get, getting the data. What we don't do and what we need to do is put that into a video content and also maybe audio content for the podcast medium. Okay, 100%. So be interesting with um, Jim, Michael, Anton watching. Um, you know, what actually, how many price reductions are you seeing in your area now? Are you seeing considerably more price adjustments um, than you were? And actually, is there a lot more um, low hanging fruit that you can target and go after now than previously? Um, yeah. And the work I was doing, and it scares me this. Work I was doing with an agent today, they were saying their competitors are doing 20-week contracts. And I, well, I'm gobsmacked. I still can't believe agents have got contracts. And maybe I'm wrong. Um, but 20 weeks? 20 weeks? Really? Is that, are, you are you telling me that you're not good enough to sell a property in the first, well, in the first month? Something's wrong. And why anyone would want to sell, um, give an agent a 20 weeks exclusive contract is beyond me. But I've seen them higher. I mean, we do have we do have, we do have term contracts. Um, yeah. I mean, initially we did go up as high as 20 weeks. Um, oh, you're a disgrace, Luke Sinclair. <laughs> disgrace. No, I'm just going to be I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, yeah. We don't we don't go as we don't go as high as that, but. I'm a firm believer that a client shouldn't want us shouldn't want to stay with us if if they're not happy with the with the, if they're not happy with the service we should be able to give that um, outstanding service. So I don't I don't I don't disagree I don't disagree with you um, on it at all. Um, well, again, I just go back to um, what Right Move and Which say. You know, Right Move and Which, um, you know, which of third parties both say if a property doesn't sell within. Um, 28 days down to price presentation and promotion yeah. so if, if they're not confident of selling it then why put it on and keep it on at a ridiculous price it doesn't make yeah. sense so again is that a good video now to be educating um the sellers of odeby as to you know what really is going on your market what is selling I mean, again, it's interesting. So thank you, Michael and Jim and Anton for, for joining in. But um, Michael, more reductions than six weeks ago. However, everything priced properly sells within 14 days. We're seeing that. We're seeing, we're seeing that. Uh, I mean, we, and don't, don't get me wrong. We, sometimes our job necessarily isn't a job to actually value a house. Our job is to market it to the best potential to achieve the optimum value. Obviously, we've got to give an idea on the price. And sometimes properties achieve over anyone's expectations and under anyone's expectations and sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for it but um we are we are seeing more and more price reductions and quite some substantial price reductions but sometimes is that the agent though and or is it the owner um because i know that sometimes owners expectations are still up in the clouds well i had somebody that play walking football with me um come and say look stephen um, can you put me in touch with an agent that can help? Um, my daughter's put a property on for 395. She bought it through for 365. We've changed one agent. Um, to be perfectly honest, she's happy to accept 365. 
she just wants to move on with her life. But that agent, no agent has actually understood what her needs are and her reasons are and why she wants to move as quickly as possible. Um, so it hasn't sold, um, which, you know, which is interesting. And then I heard the most ridiculous thing yesterday I think I've ever, I've ever heard. So um, one of Joel's friends, um, parents, said, um, can you help? Um, my in-laws are looking to to sell their property, and I'm sure they got this wrong. But they said they've been quoted ten percent, ten percent to sell their property. Are you sure they didn't get the the well? You know what? One was definitely one percent, and one was definitely ten yeah. percent. And I said, really? Now I don't know whether they were taking advantage of them because they were in their late eighties. In which case, that is um, absolutely disgraceful. It really is. But I hope for you, for their sake, it was one point zero, um, and it, and it was crazy. But I think that's the strangest thing I've heard all week. And the state agent in the UK charging charging ten percent. No, no, absolutely. Well, interestingly, and this goes off at a slight tangent. You know how I told the story about the first restaurant we went into at Centre Parks last week. And it was probably the equivalent of walking into Fawlty Towers, really. Yeah, um, and how you recommend it to everybody who's going to Sherwood Follett Forest. Put that this into, contrast, put that into contrast on the final day. We went into the Cafe Rouge at Centre Parks for a, a bit of kind of like brunch after um, swimming. Completely, completely different service experience. As soon as we sat down, he said, oh, I can, I can see you Bit, bit stressed can i get you your drinks order now so you got the drinks order um he didn't bring the drinks but he saw the drinks coming to the table so he came over to the to the lady that was going to serve the drinks he said the coffee's for the gentleman and the uh, the tea's for the lady so he, he made sure that the drinks got in the in the right in the right place um and just everything nothing was too much trouble um they got something wrong um and it was quick it was quickly rectified bill was there promptly um without having to wait wait for it because we wanted to just get off but that didn't cost anything extra but then you felt compelled to reward that service with with a tip because of it it just seemed effortless it just seemed effortless i'm, I'm laughing because i know what i know your tip <laughs> i know how well you tip so, so um but i don't i don't mind rewarding good service when when you've had when you've had good service and it's been and it doesn't seem forced yeah uh, and and false to go and false to go with it so um but um but no i mean so i we've we've with something that jim's just said about offering him offering him a job obviously if he'd relocate from nottingham then great but again there's there's still with your team are they talent spotting for you so when they are having that because we, we we um pulled into a Costa drive-through many months ago with Stacy, and she said about she said, oh, we should offer him a job. He was absolutely brilliant in terms of the way he de dealt with it. But are your team talent spotting to give you names of people? Oh, he was good in in Costa, or they were good in the local pub, or they were good in the local restaurant, or the local Miller and Carter, um, or, or wherever, so that it's helping you bring through future the future generations. Yeah, look, 100%. So let's just go through some of the comments. So Jim, thank you. 
few price reductions. However, we're not getting as much over the home report value as opposed to a few months ago. Okay, so that's from our Scottish correspondent. That's what's going on in <laughs> Scotland. So thank you. Um, Anton, our Tamworth correspondent, some of our local agents don't give their contracts back um, to the client, so they don't know what they've signed. Oh my good God, scary. Um, and Jim, it's about educating your clients about their expectations now to come into line with the current market. 100%. And these are difficult conversations. These are actually conversations that agents be, haven't been having in a long time. And actually, um, Luke, you know, you're talking about um, your colleagues. Some of your colleagues that you've employed in the last two, three years may not have known ever what this market is. So, no. again, are you practicing with your yep. colleagues? the conversations that should be happening and actually coming back full circle to where we started, what great video discussions mm. to be having to um, educating what actually is going on in the local market. Yeah. Um, and but again, also, but with actually increasing the frequency of that contact with your clients, because maybe like you say, in the past couple of years, you've not had to make the vendors have been okay to not have that weekly update. Obviously, Australia, they do an eight daily update. I would imagine most agents in this country don't do a weekly update, never mind a daily update. But vendors perhaps need more than once a week updates now. And how are you delivering that? Is it okay to just be a WhatsApp message? Is it okay to, to actually go out and visit them in their home? And do you adjust it depending upon your clients? So if they are a little bit more sensitive, and do you actually know the main reasons for selling, um, what, what's driving them? So you've then got to be a chameleon when it actually comes to, um, you've still got to be authentic and still got to be truthful, but you've got to be a chameleon and adapt to the relevant client and their surroundings to deliver that great service. And that could be actually going out to see them at the end of the day to deliver that vendor update and to take the report along. Um, it could be inviting them into the office. It could just be a quick WhatsApp call. It could be a quick phone call. It could just, some are quite happy with just a message. But are you in tune with, and don't treat all your clients as as the same person? No, 100%. So I'm just writing down notes of everything that you said. So for me, this is something that we did give away previously. Um, so if people want it, um, I've got a vendor care report um, that's pretty useful from Australia, from Troy. Very happy to share it again. Just direct message me. And if I find it, I'll share it with you. Um, yeah. Evening, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Um, um, I would look at so something that maybe works is a Loom. Is it Loom video yeah. um, where you can actually share your screen? demonstrate um, how many views you've had on right move on facebook so you're marketing your property to the widest possible audience what people's um feedback is and again send people that video which is great um, and one of the things now i think you hit the nail on the head about face to face obviously being covid safe is maybe you know again this is something i used i i did years ago is I remember turning up at 7, 7.30 in the morning, obviously agreeing it, and sitting down in the seller's, seller's property and demonstrating to them, you know, about why the price needed to be adjusted and bringing everything. And they agreed and, and we 
and we ended up um, selling the property. But the other thing now, if buyers are offering lower amounts, I would maybe look at face-to-face -face meetings um, to actually put forward the offer to tell your sellers why they've offered that amount. So again, I've got a form which came from Harvard, which is called Best Alternative for a Negotiated Agreement. So again, if people want that, get in contact with me and I will, if I gain, if I can find it, we send it over. So it's Tuesday giveaways. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. There's been gold, gold, gold. Um, something I wanted to uh, finish up on, and I touched on it last, uh, last week, is we, we, we're having our summer months, which traditionally are good months and good banking months. But we know that round the corner are the autumn and winter months. How many agents just sleepwalk into those months and then get to it and think, oh, bugger, it's November, December. Oh, so this is what happens this time of year. Why not take action now to make those months absolutely, absolutely storming? So to do something about it. So why not? Okay, why not then schedule your landlord and investor evening at that, at that point? Why not do your first, first time buyer event in those months to and then you've got perfect reason mr and mrs vendor we're, we're holding our own your ideal property your your property is ideal for a first-time buyer we're going to have this pool of first-time buyers coming to see us in november um we'd love to present your property to them to get you the best price uh how about it and same, same for getting those buy to let buy to let properties um again like jim says best times to sell because um, you, you're selling in isolation, not in competition usually. So you, you get you get the serious buyers. You don't get so much of the tie kickers or or, or the uh, the hobby the hobby buyers at that point. But take the action now so that you don't go into those lulls, and then you have your feast and famine months in January, February, and March. Hundred percent. I actually used to love this time of year because so many people agents went away. And I would just used to clean up. I just used to focus on the people that, you know, were actively looking with the hot buyers. And my end of um, my August to um, December, where actually my commission levels went up considerably yeah. if I hit my targets, were phenomenal because I yeah. just really put my head down. I agreed sale after sale after sale. My pipeline was really strong. Um, and they all went through, which was absolutely fantastic, yeah. so, um, which was great. So now I think put your head down. Other agents are definitely going to be sleeping in holiday mood. mode. Yeah. You know, again, we talk about the 30, 90 day rule. So what you do now is going to impact what happens in the next 90 days. So, you know, really focus on um, creating opportunities, um, being disruptive, asking disruptive, disruptive questions. I'm going from there. And then just one thing I want to add, which is most probably totally different, is um, financial health check. Okay. So I had a financial health check um, a week or so ago. Um, when was the last time you have done a financial health check on your yourself and also on your business? Okay. Because if things are going to tighten up now, you know, what are you looking at in your business that maybe, you know, whilst the market was absolutely fantastic, 
yeah, you couldn't do without. Whereas now, you know, may, may, maybe you can. Maybe well, it's you might not even be using it. You signed up to it and it's just stuck in the cupboard because you never got around to, to actually getting it set up. And Which is quite often with PropTech. Okay. So give yourself a financial health check. Give yeah. your business a financial health check. We know Jim does it every day, uh, which is, <laughs> is fantastic. The, is that the Scottish in him? <laughs> I'm not. There's no comment from me. Okay, Jim, that came from Luke. Yeah. So, um, I um, I don't know if anyone's listened to the latest Million Dollar Agent podcast, but it is all about client care and vendor care because obviously they've been seeing a tightening of the the selling market. But they, but they are seeing it change rapidly from week to week when it comes to what's happening with auctions. Obviously, a lot of their city stuff, so Sydney is, is auctions. Some weeks they're not selling anything at auction or their clearance rate is close to 50%. And then next week they're selling seven out of 10 auctions. Um, so it is very much feast and famine mode. But just a couple of uh, or five buyer questions that I took away from that podcast, which... Tom referred to, which was something he got told when he first got into real estate, ask your buyers these five questions to, to get how serious they are. So the first one is, okay, perhaps some of it we can't, we can't use here, but have you bid on anything yet? So we could change that into, have you offered on anything yet? Um, what's the best home that you've seen so far that you've really liked? And why? Um, so when we're at the registration stage, so when we're actually talking, even just booking in a viewing, are we asking these questions? Um, what stopped you from buying that home? Um, and if I found you a home that you really liked today, is there a reason as to why we couldn't get a sale underway straight away for you? Yes, I need to sell my property. Oh, what's happening with your property? Yeah. What do you think it's worth? There you go. Or finance. Well, I haven't sorted my mortgage out yet. Um, I haven't sorted the solicitor out. Oh, it's early days. We, we're still. We're. It's only just. We're only just looking. Creating so many opportunities. Mm. One question. Yeah. What a lovely way to end, Mr. Sinclair, on more gold. So thank you for sharing it. And the point is, actually, I think we've talked about three or four other podcasts um, in the show today. There is so much learning out there. Yeah. You know, some some wise one used to say, "Every day is a learning day." Mm. Uh, every day is a learning day. So there is so much content out there. Um, listen to it; it's free. But more importantly, thanks for watching our one. Yes. Thanks for listening to our one. Like it, share it, share it with your friends. Let's get some more estate agents involved. Let's see if we can actually do another one next week. We're two in a row. We're on a roll. Let's keep We're it going. On. Let's keep, keep that momentum going. So good. have a good so, evening. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. And enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.